Hello and welcome to 99 from 99, the movie podcast where we take you back to the past and cover 99 films or more from the year 1999. I'm your stubborn Kentuckian host, Michael Denniston, joined every week by madman of the airwaves, Ben Zook. Why take a journey to the past? Well, perhaps like you, we've looked out our window and seen the world grow smaller, colder, and scarier. Not here. So sit back, relax, and come back with us to a time when theaters were full, tickets were affordable, and there were so many good movies, you couldn't possibly catch them all. That's what this podcast is here to do. So we hope you take the entire trip with us, 99 episodes on the films from 1999. you to hit me as hard as you can i'm scared to close my eyes i see dead people i believe you have my papler now that i've met you would you object to never seeing me again this is not just a couch it's just our couch take the red pill and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes leave the light on after bedtime I always thought it'd be better to be a fake somebody, a real nobody. Are we gonna air it? Of course not. When Harper Stewart agreed to be the best man at his best friend's wedding. Oh, Harper, hey. what's up, baby? Harper! It was a reunion of old friends. Well, well, well. The gang's all here back in effect. Break out the 40s. But before the happy couple can walk into the future, I'm gonna go blind just looking at it. They'll all have to confront. You read my book? No. The secrets of their past. Jordan has my book. Quentin has my book. So you read my book too. You dog. You don't think that me has ever tippy-toed out the door on you once. I'm the first, the last, and the only. Universal Pictures presents. I have no idea the amount of ignorant mess we're about to get into right now. Tay Diggs, Neil Long, and Morris Chestnut. My hormones are raging out of control. I'm emotional. Good night. The best man. Can we at least hold each other? Really doing this. <laughs> yeah, I was just watching uh, best man clips on YouTube because I checked my letterbox and there I watched you go. this October 5th. So <laughs> a little refresher was needed. Uh, they had like a little making of on the... Uh, DVD and oh god, uh, here we I go. Uh, there was nothing. There's nothing to really like gain from it or anything. It was just sort of like a standard, but it was nice and it sort of reflected, you know, uh, what some of the thinking was going into making this movie, and that it was just you know a big group of you know nice people uh, who you all kind of like, you know. Uh, Are you talking about the actors or the characters? The actors and the characters, uh, and, oh, and I don't and like I, the characters. Well, I'm not well. Okay, I'm not going to say. I mean, they're you know they all have flaws and stuff and everything. I, I largely like the characters. Uh, you didn't? <laughs> well, we have one. We're we're doing this right. This is yeah. This is, for this our, is our it. Loyal listeners. This is okay. it. We're um, <laughs> you have one character who I guess his trait among the group of friends. Uh, um, was it uh, merch that he can't keep a secret, which is, I guess, to increase the uh, the tension of when all of the uh, these circle of friends, all of the secrets come out. In particular, the one with uh, Tay Diggs having 
had uh, sexual relations with uh, the bride-to-be, and now he's the best man for his buddy. Um, but I, I honestly wondered why he was the one that was singled out as far as <laughs> not being able to like maintain loyalty when it seems like the whole reason this group gets together is to like needle each other. Uh, and some of that is amusing and sort of a, like a, you know, a bonding sort of way that as friends will do that they can maybe cross lines that, uh, other people couldn't, but man, the timing on some of this, um, <laughs> this like this pressure cooker of let's see if we can blow up these friendships. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would call these, uh, you know, nice or good people. I, I would certainly be very wary of them if I was uh, one of the friends in this, uh, this group. I mean, it's not exactly like who's afraid of Virginia Woolf or anything. Like, I don't really like, like, it, it seems like I'm a sure lot of normal. <laughs> uh, well, they're not. They're not. That's, that's sort of my point is that, you know, it seems like kind of normal strains between friendships as people get older. And, you know, yeah, everyone's and this whole this whole thing with the book, you know, sure, sure. That's, you know, cooked up in order to have some sort of dramatic, you know, turn here with all these guys meeting up and everything. Uh, but I mean, that's just standard, you know, movie stuff. I don't think this is like aiming to, uh, you know, break the mold or whatever. And, and so I don't know. I was lar- I was largely pleased with it. And, and yeah, like you said, I watched this about four months ago. Uh, and I don't, uh, I, I, I would say it's a little too long. The scene, with them all playing poker together goes That's on the scene for, I was thinking for way about. too long. Look, all I'm saying is that the only way a relationship works is if the man provides the loot and the woman takes care of the shit. Oh, man, you talking like you from the Stone Age. You a caveman. Just you know, admit it, like, man. Isn't that ironic, though? I mean, brothers are always talking about gold diggers, yet you can't take an educated sister who makes more money? No. Oh. Oh, Murchie, we know you don't care. Your woman gonna run your ass regardless. Hey, bite it, Spidey. Okay, bite it. Grow it, Murchie. <laughs> <laughs> we have Terrence Howard in there who, uh, well, first off, are, are you supposed to like the uh, the groom here, played by Morris Chestnut? Do you find him to be likable? He's kind of, I mean, you know, he's more of an alpha male kind of guy, uh, but I find him largely likable, to, to be uh, honest. <laughs> a detestable, like, character, like... Um, yeah, you know, one of those one of those dudes. Like in that particular scene, he's. Uh, I, I guess they're debating uh, men at a poker table, drinking, smoking, uh, the possibility of of committing to one person, which is pertinent to the fact that we're about to see a, a wedding take place, and you would understand that would be on their minds. And you have the Terrence Howard character, who I guess is the uh, you know the lovable scamp, the 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 one that uh, is is not doing things you know the right way but everyone sort of likes i guess living through his shenanigans like just sort of having him as the the court jester uh but you have this moment where um morris chestnut i I believe he says the line is uh that like a marriage is a, a fix or a cure for uh sleeping around uh which you know gets laughs from other guys but um, then he goes on to praise the fact that his bride to be has only ever been with one man and him. That's that's most important. So that's the that's gonna be the the sort of the the thrust of the rest of the the, the film is revealing that no, she actually was with Tay Diggs, his best friend beforehand. And the reason I call him detestable is like 
first off, he's like bragging about that. Like <laughs> he's like from the 1800s or something that he's found this pure woman. Uh, and he, you know, he says that like with pride, like it's something that he's done when, you know, he's, he's gone out and slept with as many people as, as he wants, but he does have this sort of, you know, old fashioned sort of sexist, uh, viewpoint that, uh, the only like woman worth marrying is one that has, uh, kept her purity. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess that was probably my main problem with the film is I don't really care like about his feelings. Like when he finds out that that's not the case. Cause I think it's asinine his, uh, his philosophy on life with the regards to women. Well, I think it's largely set up that you're supposed to think, you know, is this, you know, a, uh, gonna, gonna be a happy marriage, uh, you know, for the, these two people. And I think for the most of the, for the most part of the film, uh, you're being set up to think uh, that no, that it's probably gonna, you know, it's probably gonna fail. That once he finds out the secret that happened between Harper and and his bride to be, you know, it's all gonna fall apart, and, and you know, comes close to to doing that. Uh, I, 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 what I like about the movie is it doesn't feel the need to pass judgment on uh, these characters and their flaws and everything. It's very, it kind of, it kind of has the feeling of like a Robert Altman movie of it's just, you know, these people are here and they're very flawed and, uh, you know, a little off and everything, but we're, we're getting to, we're getting to be a fly on the wall for the period of this, uh, you know, leading up to this marriage, uh, and, and this bachelor party and all the, and all these things that are coming to a head, uh, and kind of little cracks that are happening in their, in their friendship and all that. Uh, and that's what I, that's what I enjoyed about it. And I, and I felt good that when we get to the end here, it isn't some simplistic, uh, you know, taking down of the Morris Chestnut character. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think we, we want that as, you know, 21st century audiences because we're being conditioned to, to get that more and more that a character does something wrong, does, uh, you know, does makes a stupid choice. People seem to want them to get stoned uh, and I don't mean in the good way, uh, but you know, by the end of the movie, uh, they like, like, like there, that's been my, and I'm going to pivot to something that I've been watching more recent because you're, you're bringing up like, you know, who said what to, to certain characters in this movie. And I'm like, eh, it was four months ago. I mean, I don't remember. I just remember largely being pleased with it. But what I will say is that you look at some of the movies that are up. Uh, you know, for the Oscars this year and everything. And, and that seems to be a recurring theme that, uh, that, you know, someone does something dumb in the first act of the movie. By the end of the film, they are just dead, uh, you know, viciously <laughs> murdered, uh, for their, their wrongs. Um, you know, and I, I don't know. I find, I, I find that a lot less, a lot less interesting than, than this. And this was rare in 1999. To, to have an entirely black cast, uh, in a movie where there, there aren't, there isn't, you know, and there's no drug running going on. There's no crime. Uh, there's no violence. Uh, there's very little violence, uh, uh, you know, of any to speak of. And do you uh, credit that to Spike Lee's, um, you know, I guess, uh, producing role here? I believe this is his cousin, uh, that, uh, directed this. Yeah. Malcolm D. Lee. Uh, and I remember reading something recently. Uh, that uh, Spike Lee was not was not a big fan of, I guess, not not these films in particular, but like what Boys in the Hood sort of wrought in the early '90s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That if you're going to see 
black lives on film that it would be something as you're saying crime related um and then he tried i guess you know tried his hand at that with with clockers which i've not revisited uh probably in 20 years and uh in that interview he was saying he was hoping that would be the death knell of that particular uh point in time for for black films but yeah i mean i i do take your point as far as yeah this this very much you could you know this could be an all asian american cast and you could pretty much have the same same hook same premise as far as like these interpersonal problems that these this close-knit group of friends have as they are entering the next stage of adulthood i guess my (laughs) my my only issue with it is um you you know you're saying talking about i guess the morse chestnut character being stoned uh just for being uh a cocky ass basically um you Do don't you find like- you don't find that relatable. You can't you can't think back in your life and think of a person who is like that who you wouldn't want to just be stoned in the street uh, and again in the bad way, <laughs> like the blood way with the, the stones. You know. Uh, well, that's okay. That's my here's what I was coming up to with the the Terrence Howard character because he seems to be you know the, the 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 puckish character that is prodding people right like in in that poker scene he is really leading. Morris Chestnut down uh, to sort of box him in to this this principled stand he has and is, is going to force him to confront you know whether he can still I guess love this woman now that she's uh, you know she I guess she has no virtue in his eyes or that that virtue that she, he thought she had uh, you know is, is not there um, like do you find it believable that a group of friends like I I think they could do that but I just don't know if they would in the context of Hey, there's a wedding happening this weekend. Uh, maybe we should air out everyone's dirty laundry just to make sure everyone's still, you know, still cool with this wedding. I, I don't know but if I find that viable. You're fighting the movie for being a movie. Like, of course, you know, it's all going to be centered around this wedding, and of course, the these little cracks that are happening in their friendship and everything are going to be aired out during this weekend. I mean, I, I, I think that's. I think. I think the way I said it is good. You're fighting the movie for being a movie at this point. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, you could. That's just you know. That's I'm, that's questioning the. Uh, I, I guess the reality of the film. But uh, if this was the Matrix, I'd be like, ah, whatever. You just just tell me whatever mumbo jumbo. But this, I'm wondering, is that something? Is that a reasonable response from people? And I'm giving I'm giving the film enough rope uh, to say that maybe with the Terrence Howard character, it is just because he is. He is sort of like pointed out as as the 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 jokester, and he's the one like, oh, you don't want to be that guy because look at him. Uh, so maybe I could see there being a little bit of, you know, a little bit of spite uh, coming from him. But some of the other actions of the characters, like it is, is for the most part improbable timing on when people decide to, I guess, confront these feelings that they've just let sit for for ten years. Uh, but, I don't but, know, ben, like, maybe but what would have been what so what would have been the alternative that we see a, a movie that takes place over the course of a year, uh, you know, with these like like is this really the kind of story you would want being told in sort of an epic kind of fashion, or is it better to just center around an event uh and, and you know have it be uh exactly what it's set out to be, a, a romantic comedy drama. Uh, I think I have more issues with the fact that we're just we're we have this like uh you know ticking clock this bomb that's about to blow up like I uh, the the flashbacks to the uh, the college days uh, to me I would rather it be more 
everything's more on the surface as far as things that have happened. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really take too much pleasure as much as I dislike the Morris Chestnut character and just waiting to see how angry he's going to get when he actually finds out. And so, you know, you brought up the book uh, that the Tay Dix character writes. Uh, and then for whatever, you know, for whatever reason, it's like he's never confronted the fact that uh, he is airing out all their dirty laundry. I think it is the Nia Long character that kind of calls him on that, like... You know, if you want to keep this a secret, uh, you know, don't write a book about it. That sort of thing. Um, I don't know. It, it's just the uh, it's just the, the the wedding aspect of it that I just don't find reasonable. Which is we've not really got into the uh, the strange sequel um, that came out. Like I've never years later. I've never seen it, but I actually am kind of intrigued by you know that one. I actually I actually film. really like that one. I watch every or you know almost every uh, Christmas season. Well, that's uh, interesting. So you had seen the sequel before you, you saw yeah. this film. Mm-hmm. Huh, that, that's interesting. I actually stupidly um, went into the sequel uh, unaware that it was one. And I thought, I'm like, yeah, there was, I, was, I just thought it was one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, it wasn't Tay Diggs. He was in another movie like uh, called The Best Man or something. But I was just like, well, you know, there's this is probably just something that's about another wedding or whatever. Did not realize, because it's an odd thing, right, for this movie to get a sequel uh, a decade and a half sure, definitely. later. <laughs> uh, and apparently there's you know a proposed third one that they want to do, but um, it is one of the rare times where the sequel, like sort of all of my complaints, and I also don't want to, like anyone that's listening to this, I actually did kind of enjoy my time with this one, uh, but all the criticisms I have uh, about how people act uh, for this this wedding that they gathered for, uh, I much prefer the the holiday, the Christmas version, because all of the dirty laundry is already out there, and it's it's fully formed adults knowing who they're dealing with, knowing who their friends are, uh, and just having to you know forgive or forget, like they just sort of have to let it be. Um, so yeah, if you if you enjoyed this one, I, I think uh, yeah you should definitely check out the Christmas version. Maybe not now. Maybe you wait until later in the year. Well, you know, well, yeah, yeah I guess I, I, it's not not uh, proper to watch a Christmas theme movie in, in February, I guess. Um, but it's poor. Form. Yeah, I would definitely like to check it out. And I guess to me, what's 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 funny from a business side is that I'm reading about the the, the proposed third, you know, film in this series, and apparently it's having a lot of trouble getting off the ground. And I just kind of am confused. Uh, you know, I mean, Universal you know, it's a studio here and then they have plenty of money to, to be able to get, you know, uh, to get this cast back together. And it seems like the sequel, uh, after fi- uh, nearly 15 years was still a success. So, and, and what, what was it? Girls night? Is that what it was called about two years ago? Yeah. Like the, uh, summer, the, yeah, of, uh, yeah. The, yeah, that, yeah. That's a recent example of, of something mm-hmm. that's like similar to this. That was really popular and, and, you know, was, was a big hit. Uh, I, I would think, you know, a third film in the series would do really well. And, Maybe and they're going for like reason. a before series thing. Every 15 years, we're going to check back in with these people. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the... You're talking, you know, the, the be like the, the Up the, series? Uh, yeah, but, you know, not for film snobs, for like, you know, regular moviegoers. Um, the Up series uh, appeals to regular regular people, I'm sure. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I will, I mean, I will give the film a lot of credit that uh, it's, it's just a, I guess a, you know, the main point of contention between us is I, I think it's applaudable that um, that you do have so many so many despicable acts by what seem to be like people who are friends that happen to each other mm-hmm. and it is something that I'm far more accustomed to and probably other you know general audiences like if you watch like an Apatow 
uh, film with a bunch of dudes in it, you know, that you constantly see them like undercut each other, uh, and kind of screw each other over and, uh, people just kind of go about their business. Like that's just like an accepted, uh, bit of male bonding, I guess, in the, in that cinematic universe, uh, here, um, yeah, it, it catches you a little bit more off guard, I guess, just because, uh, these are not, uh, the type of actors or people we're used to seeing in that particular thing. Maybe, maybe, uh, Terrence Howard has veered more into, uh, comedy than these other actors. But, you know, and my, my first thought about it was, I don't, I don't know if it's really that funny of a movie. I, I think it is kind of uh-huh, a, uh, uh-huh. a hard one to like yeah. pitch to people. Um, I do think that's that's probably where the holiday one is. I think a little bit more broad uh, in, in its in its comedy. Yeah, I would agree with you there. It's not really a laugh a minute. It's it's kind of like you know more of a gentle comedy. Uh, but I was fine with that. Like I said, I mean, there's one or two sequences that go on uh, for for too long, and and that's about it. Other other than that, I really enjoyed myself. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what's wrong with you, Deniston, but you know. I just, you know, I expect a certain amount of decorum when people are like coming to like a wedding. Like I would, <laughs> I would have been like horrified if people showed up to my wedding. It's probably, like, it's probably a good thing that I didn't show up to, to yeah. your wedding. Well, I mean, uh, your, your version of going to a wedding seems to be like uh, George Costanza's father, like the airing of grievances, like right before <laughs> you sat to, and I just, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's uh, totally appropriate. But it's it's a movie. I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's going to exaggerate, uh, you know, the dr- the dramatics of the situation and everything in order to be something that people are going to want to watch. I just uh, think you're very uh, you forgiving, know. not with the film, because I, I like the film. You're, uh, you're, you're looking very for forgiving you're with looking these for people. You're looking for it to be like Rachel getting married. You want it to be like a very mm. realistic. But the truth of the matter is that the conflicts here are not as big as the conflicts in, in a movie like that. And so it wouldn't really, you know, you, you, you couldn't really ratchet it, ratchet the drama up in the same, in the same way. I really like Rachel getting married, but I don't think that would have improved matters. <laughs> for me. Like, Cause when you said that, I'm like, Oh no, I don't, I don't need it to go that, that dark. Um, you know, I just, I just need to, I guess, Tay Diggs, I guess we're, we're supposed to say that, Hey, he's brought this on himself. Right. Like since because of the book, uh, it's he's open for business as far as any slings and arrows that he takes in the process. I mean, I guess that's one way of reading it. Uh, I, you know, I'm not opposed <laughs> to that. Uh, you, know. <laughs> you just don't want Morris Chestnut to be stoned. Just you know, lay off of him. And again, you know, we mean like the 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 he who is without <laughs> the sin throw the first stone thing, not you know the other, not the other stone. I think we nailed it. I think we- that'll be the third part. That'll be the third. That'll be the you know the third film. They all actually get stoned in the good way. You know, that's how that's how Universal will will get that film made. What are we talking about next uh, on this this project? Uh, being being John Malkovich, and so this oh, has the joy. distinction of being one of. We haven't really brought this up much, but this has the distinction of being one of the few few movies that we feature in the in the intro uh every uh, you know in every episode and doesn't so, it have the uh, money uh shot doesn't it have the the, yep, the final the line? final one because it was the shortest and, and it was you know like i was <laughs> oh, the one editing and i and and, it, and i was just trying to find something short to put at the end and oh, so, so it yeah. wasn't like a place of honor that it got not really no it wasn't meant that way it was just because it was th- there wasn't really another line in the movie that was like short and to the point and so i thought oh well, have, well john malkovich screaming malkovich that you know tells you everything you need to know <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm looking okay. forward to that. 
All right, cool. Uh, I I am not coming into this one. I, I felt like this could be like a uh, sort of a Matrix type thing or, or Fight Club, where it's like I I watched this one far too many times as a teenager, so I wasn't as keen to uh, to revisit it. But we'll see. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with us, feel free to do so on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at 99from99. He can 